0: Welcome to the district, all of your local and state news in one place on WHIP student radio. Philly's number one college radio station. And welcome to the district. Welcome. Uh, I just want to make sure... Uh, Amrit, this is your first time on the board? It's, it's my second time. Second. I was on last week. Too. Wow, you're doing yeah. great. You're doing amazing. Really. <laughs> this is so high. <laughs> well, just want to make sure. Can you hear yourself? Uh, yes, I can. All right, cool. Uh, I can indeed. <laughs> just uh, what I do just to help out with myself. Uh, sometimes I put in the talk segment. It doesn't really matter, but like just so you know, just so I can like physically see that we are on air. But we yeah. are on air, um, but just making sure that you know. Yeah, you're fine. So, you okay? So <laughs>
1: sorry, <laughs> just yeah. looking at the screen.
0: It's not a huge deal. Uh, we actually—I want to start off with like some good news. Actually, uh, skateboarders are fixing potholes <laughs> that are unfixed uh, by the city uh fdr skate park which is in south philadelphia it's a 16,000 square foot stunt playground uh that local skateboarders have built up since 96 on their own under the uh 95 and there's been potholes there for like years to the point where people particularly cars have gotten towed and certain things of that just because how bad the roads are and they just took it upon themselves we're like we're just gonna fix the roads Which uh, they're not; they're about quarter of the way done. They're gonna do like three or uh, three or four uh, more trips back and forth on the road just to make sure that they're fixed up. But yeah, they're doing it themselves, which I think is hilarious.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's kind of awesome too. Like, um, almost like gangs like cleaning the streets up or something. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like they're very much just like random people who are like, yeah, I'm just gonna do the thing. It's like, oh okay, all right, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Yeah, um in addition to well they're using some of the funds uh they I'm sorry, let me rephrase it. This is half to raise money. Uh mm-hmm. they also want to like add to their park. They want like another like bowl of graffiti and stuff like that just for more skating and how they're funding it is that they literally have a painted sign that says, "Hey, we're fixing up the roads. You want to donate." And people actually have been giving them money to do this. Like it's actually really interesting. Granted, I think it's great that they're doing this but also the city <laughs> why haven't you handled this to the point where like now we're relying on skateboarders do you remember that um story a few months ago remember when like Domino's was filling potholes yeah i do remember that yeah
1: <laughs> um yeah there have been i i thought that that sounded really familiar because yeah. i was like there's something they more else or less that, took happened. that same
0: idea and they just really made it out local but that's so funny to me it's like they were like yeah we just got some cement and we just we're doing it like Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh take things into your own hands if if the city's not going to f- fill the potholes right now.
0: I always I also wonder like is it technically illegal? I don't know. But well, like who's really going to be like I'm arresting you for doing a job that the city is supposed to do but hasn't?
1: Yeah, I think the only thing I can think of that might be illegal is like having to block off part of the road to do it because I don't know if citizens are allowed to just block off the road. Um I also kind of want to know, how are they making money from filling the potholes? Well, the, the donations. Okay. So, it's so like, they're, getting don- they're, they're receiving donations to fill the potholes and for
0: yeah. the skate park. They, okay. so they, they disclose it. like It's not like a secret. They're yeah. like, hey, we're doing this, but also. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And people are like, look, if you- sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fixing potholes is beneficial to everybody. So it's like, yeah, yeah cool. Let's do that uh pennsylvania in particular not just philly uh fun fact has some of the worst (laughs) roads on the east coast yes but the reason because of that like there's like a a real reason for that it's where all the like mass huge trucks go through you have to go through pa to get through most places uh, Mm -hmm. on the east coast uh for transportation purposes so there's a reason why the roads are terrible because like trucks literally just rip them apart that's also why uh Pennsylvania gas prices are a little high compared to bordering Mm -hmm. states because they're paying for the extra infrastructure.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. I have noticed like driving out of Pennsylvania and into other states. There's a remarkable difference between the roads.
0: Yep, Mm Yeah. I originally am from Jersey. And so I have my car here. And within one year of living in Philly, I had to replace all four tires. Oh, well, you're hitting the <laughs> potholes too many times. I, after a while, you can't get around them. Like, if they're everywhere, <laughs> like, that's, I can't, I, and my car's pretty old. It's, like, 2000, I mean, it's not old, old, 2005, but my car's it's getting up there. That. It's not that old. It's, it's, it's <laughs> getting there, but it's not that old. Um,
1: yeah. I actually, I went to Jersey once with some people who were also, who were from Jersey, and, like, they were driving through the streets, and, like, it was a fairly touristy area, and yeah. I guess the streets were kind of tight, but they were like, wow, these streets are so tight. I can barely get through. Like, I come
0: from a really small town with oh, very okay. small
1: streets and talking like, on fine. side. Like, You're that like,
0: is not... It. Yeah, I mean, in Jersey, I didn't even really have to learn how to parallel park. Philly, I definitely had to learn how yeah. to it. So... <laughs> mm. It only took two years, guys, but I can do that now. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's just, like, a good story to start off on. Uh, yeah, Uh, the next story, I'm not really sure is the good or bad news. That really depends on how you think about it. Uh, we actually talked about this at length before on the show with, with you, actually. Yes. Um, a Philadelphia judge has lowered the charges against Pownall, um, and and suspect's death, releases the ex-cop on bail. Uh, just to catch you up to speed, there's a former Philadelphia police officer named Ryan Pownall. Uh, he shot and killed, um... An unarmed black man. But what happened, how that alteration happened is that he stopped this, uh, this man. And uh, I'm sorry, he stopped David Jones. That's the name of the man. And what mm-hmm. happened is that uh, David Jones did have a weapon on him, but it fell. And so after that altercation, he turned around and started running, and that's when uh, the officer shot him in the back. And so the argument is that he should be charged because you shot this man when he was no longer a threat to you. His weapon was no longer on him. So that is pretty much bringing you up to speed as to, like, how this even happened. Uh, Powell is the first officer in over, like, about two decades who has a— been charged with any kind of uh, murder, at least to this scale. (coughs) (coughs) I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm just dying. Don't worry about me. Um, It's cool. Be careful. (laughs) Uh, So what, but the today's update is that a common pleas judge, Robert Coleman, uh, decision was to reduce the charges from first degree murder to uh, third degree and allowed Ponell to have bail, and so now he's out. So that's like the blow, particularly to District Attorney uh, Larry Krasner, since this was the first time uh, in twenty in twenty years that a police officer was potentially going to get charged with first degree murder. Yeah. So that's the update to that story. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, Tony. The last time we talked about the story, he was here. He actually talked about how he was be- he would be very surprised if he got caught on first degree murder murder. And I have to say, I guess he's right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. um, Sucks, kind of. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I you mean, know? it kind
0: of, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's...
1: at least it went to court, though. Like, at least there was some sort like he was in jail for at least some point of time. I mean, it's not, like, mean, he it's not like it's not like free. he's
0: I mean, it's not like he's was made not guilty. Like, he's still going to go to court. He's still going to do all those things. It's really the question of what his verdict will be. And considering the charges are already lessened. We don't really know. Yeah. Uh, so there is, a, there is a still a chance that, you know, someone will be held accountable for this death because uh, another element to the story, this is not the first time that Pono has um, shot someone and killed someone. on uh, th- Something similar to this actually happened eight years ago. It's the second time this has happened. Yeah. So that's another element to the story. Uh, it's pretty divided. A lot, a lot of the FOP, the Paternity of the Police Officers, are very much backing panel. They're very much behind him. And a lot of the black lives matter activists in Philadelphia are very much uh, behind the David Jones family. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. This will be a very interesting story. I don't know. We talked a little bit about this before of, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm under the impression, at least under the opinion, that no one needs to be a perfect victim. But because this person did have a weapon on them, I'm fearful that they're going to use that as justification as to why that force was used.
1: Even though he did not have the
0: weapon on him when he was shot. No, you shot him from the back. That means he could not have come. There's no way. Yeah. Like, how was he a threat if he was behind you? Um, But because people have this idea of a perfect victim quote unquote Uh, i don't know if we're progressive enough as a society to think past that yeah um like i'm not like i'm not saying that people should live without punishments i'm not saying that like the guy should have gotten arrested i don't think anyone's disagreeing with that but it's more like when does a punishment become cruel and unusual when is a punishment too far um i think death is a pretty tall punishment yeah probably (laughs) around the death (laughs) <laughs> around the death part is probably when you're like hmm, maybe it went too far yeah maybe but pennsylvania is one of the one of the states that never i don't think they ever out outlawed, outlawed capital punishment
1: no i don't i don't think so
0: i mean there are people like, there's not many people who get like like the death penalty
1: no but yeah, there there's but,
0: but pa still has it's it not it's on the books they can do that whenever they choose um so yeah, I don't know. <sighs> this isn't gonna go. I don't think this is gonna go that well. I hope it does, but I.
1: Yeah, I mean sometimes we want it to go well, but in most of the times so when we're like, oh, th- I hope this goes really well, it d- it doesn't. So I'm not sure we could have very good
0: expect very high
1: expectations for.
0: Also, a fifty thousand dollar bail, like that's a lot. I'm not saying it's not, but who has the funds? Just like around well I guess because the FOP is behind you like they probably got money together but I never understood that like if I went to jail I don't care if it's a hundred dollars my mom is not giving me that hundred dollars like I'm just being really serious about this I don't think anyone cares about me enough to post up that bail like I don't I don't know I don't think so I think I would just sit there yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe I'm just not that influential maybe that's maybe that's the, the caveat I don't know
1: not enough connections to i don't people. have enough <laughs> connections
0: i need to like start being with some groups or something start
1: networking just i guess someday you go
0: to jail for some reason i don't even know what i would go to jail for i don't like blood so i'm not murdering anyone I and mean, i guess you don't have to have blood to murder someone well i mean yeah there's other ways poison, but... <laughs> there's so many other ways to murder someone actually um but in particular i wouldn't shoot someone i don't like blood and all not like that yeah baby poisoning i guess if i had to I mean choose. there's other
1: things you can go to jail for like what Besides murdering
0: i mean i feel like ha- why i would go to jail is because i didn't pay my taxes but not on purpose like it's, it was very much like <laughs> i didn't know how I to got do it by the due dates i don't and know I just put it how do things work like i feel late. like that's why i would get arrested like for like tax fraud but not knowing that i committed tax <laughs> fraud you know what i'm saying yeah. like I did, some of the papers got mixed up. I'm sorry. I thought I was really doing something. Yeah, I think that's how I would uh, go to jail.
1: I think that's how many of us would go to jail. I think that's um, that's the way. I yep. can definitely relate to that.
0: I mean, I'm, in a way, I'm kind of happy that taxes is taken out right out of my check, so I'm not, like, as yeah. accountable, because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> like, how does this work? I don't I don't know. What, what am I doing? I have no idea. Like, I have to file taxes definitely this year because I make too much money this year. Not that it's not a lot, right? By the way, <laughs> making <Maybe laughs> enough money to get taxed, but I have no idea how that works. I might um, get arrested this year cuz I don't really know how that works.
1: I barely I know you can go to TurboTax and they help you.
0: They're like, I don't. But then I don't Did you keep your pay, pay stubs? State, I, no, I not don't really, really understand local. I don't keep pay I have direct deposit. I don't even keep like where do I even get those pay you stubs?
1: Get your, you get you have your pay stubs somewhere. Like the, I think the place that you work for a radio, and they
0: probably have it somewhere. But like director pods, they just keep the paper version. Like I don't, know. I don't think there
1: is a paper version. But there's like online versions of their stuff. Oh, like okay. I, I work for Temple, um, and I have an online thing that has all of my pay stubs see i never
0: asked so i feel like yeah <laughs> that's the uh, i'm really bad at adulting that's why i'm not an adult that's yeah. why
1: i'm actually a little bit worried about that because i worked in maryland last year so it's oh. like how does it work when you live in a different state
0: well have you worked you worked in maryland but your residency was where it
1: was here
0: oh so you got well, tax not doubled in, not in philadelphia but, but pa so you got yeah. tax doubled well it is almost about that time. We have to go on to our next break. Are you cool? Yes, I'm ready.
2: You ready? I can do
1: it. Yeah. You
2: ready?
0: Yeah.
2: Well. From WHIP News, I'm Maya Tejada. Today is Thursday, October 11th, and this is your WHIP News Update. New test results have found that jewelry containing cadmium are showing up across national retailers. According to NBC Philadelphia, this test was conducted by the nonprofit Center for Environmental Health. The jewelry pieces containing cadmium were found in stores such as Nordstrom Rack, Papaya, and Ross. Cadmium is known to cause reproductive issues as well as cancer. Back in 2010, an investigation done by Associated Press found that Chinese manufacturers were using cadmium in the making of children's jewelry. This caused certain states to outlaw cadmium in children's jewelry. Due to the lack of focus on adult jewelry, investigations were done on adult jewelry last year. This led to the discovery of 31 jewelry pieces that contained anywhere from 41% to 90% cadmium. Emily Sturkin, a spokeswoman for Nordstrom, stated, The company is reaching out to these vendors to make them aware of the situation and get more information on these items. Stephen Kim, a papaya attorney, explained that papaya has recalled the items where contamination was found, and papaya will no longer be purchasing from a manufacturer in China. From WHIP News, I'm Maya Tejada, and this has been your WHIP News Update. Hello.
0: And we're back. That, that
2: wasn't very smooth.
0: <laughs> You're learning. It's fine. I'm just. It happened, so don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> you did the things. That's all we needed. <laughs> uh, coming back in, uh, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now. The governor's race is in full swing. Make sure... I mean, you can't register anymore, so if you didn't register, that sucks. But please still vote on November 6th for those who have. And in prepare, in preparation for that, uh, Governor Wolf and his challenger, Scott Wagner, uh, are still, you know, trying to garner people's votes. Uh, this past week, Governor Wolf and Scott Wagner had questions from fourth fifth and sixth graders from local schools in philadelphia uh ask them questions of what they're going to do for them it was (laughs) just the sound of that just sounds cute (laughs) like i'm smiling because i'm like oh look at them learning to be politically engaged at a really young age i'm so excited so anyway (laughs) sixth graders for em stanted elementary school in south philly and fifth graders from anne frank elementary in the northeast Asked the candidates what they can do about bullying and ensuring safety in a world where, you know, school shootings are becoming more common. Mm -hmm. Wolf said he would continue to listen to teachers, implement the suggestions he heard from forums around the state, and offer grants for schools to improve safety. Uh, And Wagner had a slightly different approach. Uh, He said that his character was shaped in part by being beaten up by five bullies when he was in school. And the solution is just to take away all cell phone use in the classroom teach, quote, mutual respect, implement harsher policies, and place metal detectors and security guards in every school and, uh, yeah, make stronger policies. Um, Okay, then. A little different. Yeah. A little different. (laughs) Same goal, I guess. A little different.
1: Yeah. One is a little bit more very dominating approach to it yeah one's very
0: authoritative I guess that was the the
1: word I was looking for not dominating authoritative yeah Yeah. I was like oh
0: wow okay Wagner okay he's Mm -hmm. very much like that tough love and I'm like oh okay um one thing they do have in common though is that both Wagner and the governor said that they are against uh standardized testing okay uh and Wagner and Wolf both said that Philadelphia you know Could benefit from more money except here's the caveat wolf said that he will like actually write grants and like give money Mm -hmm. wagner says that philadelphia is so corrupt and money is not going in the right places that we will just reallocate so he didn't say that he's going to give them more money necessarily he would just reallocate the money provided that's already in philadelphia to make sure they get their quote-unquote fair cut okay so we'll see I don't I don't know how that's effective. I mean, okay. Um, as the governor, you do have a lot of say. And, you know, Philadelphia education does get a lot of money from the state. Mm -hmm. Uh, Education does get a lot of money from the state. They go every year to like talk about it. It's probably included in the budget, all that all that fun stuff. Uh, But as far as making sure that it goes, quote unquote, to the right places, I don't know if that's feasible for a governor. Just yeah. because you're in Harrisburg and you're doing so many other things. Like, I don't know if you can, like, look over people's shoulder, particularly city council's shoulder and the school board of Philadelphia specifically and be like, yep, this is going there. Um, but, you know, what do I know? I'm not an education major, so I don't no. know. No. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of don't like the
1: uh, the being bullied when I was a kid really shaped my character sort of thing. Like, Sounds know.
0: a little traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you have some trauma you need to work out. But, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but even with Wolf, I don't, like, I think it's cool that you want to give people, like, more money and grants. Like, I think that's commendable. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, PA's in debt.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Um, where uh, are you going to get the
0: money? So, well, I can tell you. He's going to borrow it. And yeah. I'm not saying that that's inherently a bad thing, but... <laughs> Uh, when I worked in Harrisburg for five months reporting the state capital, one thing that the more conservative legislators kept saying is that to fix a problem, you can't just keep throwing money at it. And yeah. to a degree, I and to a degree, I do agree <laughs> uh, just because, you know, there's so many problems within the Philadelphia school district that you have to like start internally. I think money definitely will help. I'm not saying that they would not. But there's definitely some bureaucracy and certain things even within that dynamic that needs to be addressed rather than just mm-hmm. money. Signing a check isn't going to fix everything. It's definitely going to help. Definitely. Because a lot of these Philly schools don't even have air conditioning. And that's why I didn't have school for the first, like, two weeks. Yeah. So still do that. However, also, in addition to that, <laughs> you should probably, like, restructure the model. Yeah. So all I'm saying. That's so I'm saying. So, Yeah. I think it's cute though. I hope they continue doing stuff with kids. I think that's so cute. Yeah, I. That's. I
1: just like. I just kind of imagine like this like boardroom where it's all <laughs> the grown ups are answering the children's questions, which I'm pretty sure is just what it was. Yeah, it's actually what it was. Sounds awesome.
0: Uh, they were very careful not to use a debate because there's only one debate. One debate, and it was. Uh, <laughs> that was the one that was hosted. Moderated by Alex Trebek, the Jeopardy guy. This one they didn't call. It. They called it more or less a discussion, is because mm-hmm. what happened was the kids asked them question asked Wolf questions first because he's the uh, current governor, and then he would like leave the room, and they would ask the same question to Wagner. So okay. like they, so it's not a debate because I guess they're technically like that the same they're room not they're arguing. not going. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they were very careful not to call it a debate. So I was like, all right, whatever. I think it's great. And I think some of the questions were pretty okay. Um mm-hmm. well, there was one question that you had to admit it was so cute. There was one question that was like if it's Steelers or the Eagles, which one? And <laughs> Governor Wolf religiously never chooses a PA team. He doesn't want to like isolate any part of the state, so he's just like just keeps his mouth closed. Uh-huh. But uh, Wagner unequivocally said Eagles. <laughs> so, that's just like a cute like little side piece of what happened.
1: It was just cute. Yeah. I remember when um a state representative came to story time at the library when I was a, I was pretty young like really yeah I don't remember very well
0: but I, I don't remember anyone coming to my school
1: No it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't my school my school oh. did not have that sort of okay influence it was, it was the local library
0: Oh I don't even remember did my li- my my library probably did and I just didn't go
1: Yeah most <laughs> of them have like I would story imagine times once like a
0: week. they would do that like my library is pretty cool I think I don't know. <laughs> as far as libraries go, I, I'm assuming it's fine. Uh. <laughs> libraries are cool. I work in a library. Oh, that's nice, actually. Yeah. There was one time when the when the last Harry Potter book came out. This is completely a tangent. Uh, <laughs> the, Harry Potter and the Deathly hollows yes yes thank you thank you i read all of them Mm -hmm. and there was like a raffle at my local library being like if you win the raffle uh there's like five or ten kids you could sleep over at the library and you get to have like the first uh books that come out oh so i did that did you win i did win and i slept in the library in my in my harry potter garb and when the truck came with the with the books i was right there so that's that is awesome. my library story.
1: I went to the midnight release, but um, I was, what was I? I was like eight. So we left before midnight release.
0: And, Psh, loser. And went back
1: in the morning to buy the books.
0: Loser. No. Yeah.
1: That was at the midnight release at Barnes and Noble. That's
0: cute, though. That's like, that's cute. I was also a Twilight fan at the time Mm -hmm. there's too many things
1: yeah I remember Twilight
0: I'm not embarrassed by saying I loved Harry Potter but I'm very much embarrassed of saying that I was a Twilight person
1: yeah I mean it's hard because it's like oh at first like you just like tore through it but then like looking back
0: you're like this is actually pretty terrible actually this wasn't well thought out actually this wasn't intricate it's kind of a terrible message there's nothing about it it's like in hindsight I'm like this was not great yeah and your movies were subpar yeah. I think I'm allowed to say that. <laughs>
1: well, we can be opinionated. There's nobody stopping us from
0: giving opinions on Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Meyer's just going to come out of nowhere. <laughs> just come and just crash it down. Excuse me. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's all I care about. J.K. Yeah. Rowling is cool, I
1: guess. Is like, she? There's is some... Debatable, okay? Yeah. Look,
0: she did a really great book series, and all right, let's just... Come on now. All right? <laughs> I think I could argue that... J-
1: jk rowling is not that cool but no but she did a pretty dope series she so did write gonna... a pretty dope series so
0: i'm just gonna like let it i'm gonna let it rack yes yeah. okay <laughs> just gonna let it go
1: <laughs> moving on
0: yeah uh the philadelphia police officers are joining the me too movement it's speaking out against abuse with abuse within the ranks you want to take the lead on this one? Oh sure
1: i just have to move stuff <laughs> you got um, it.
0: So this was Rochelle Bial...
1: Ah, Rochelle Bilal. She's president of the Philadelphia Guardian Civic League, which is the Black Police Officers Association. And she was joined with more than a dozen present and former city employees to point out the sexual assault that female government employees face. So this came following the case of Philadelphia Police captain Laverne Vaughn, who said that Chief Inspector Anthony Boyle physically assaulted her last week as she arrested a drug suspect during a raid. Vaughn is one of several black female officers who filed civil rights lawsuits against Boyle and other commanders last year. Um, So Mayor Jim Kenney commented he said that workplace harassment will not be tolerated and he is monitoring the Vaughn-Boyle case. Uh, The police commissioner and the district attorney said that they are awaiting the results of an internal affairs investigation into the latest flare-up between Captain Vaughn and Chief Inspector Boyle because this is not the first time they've clashed.
0: Hmm. hmm. I always find it fascinating when there are certain um, assault allegations, specifically in government, mm-hmm. and by government, I mean like any any person that's involved with public service. So I mean, like, pol- in the world of politicians, in the world of police officers, in the world of military, I always think yeah. that's such a dicey thing to uh, talk about. Is because mm-hmm. it's not just the sexual assault; you're also talking about accountability, like government yeah. accountability. Yeah. So. These are- it's, it's a dicey one. I wonder how this is going to go. I can't imagine what that culture is like.
1: No, I mean, they said at the talk there were, uh, uh, there were women from lots of different departments, not just the police. There were women from, like, the waterworks department, and they were talking about how they've been whistled at or catcalled or just during the workday, which mm. is by male co-workers who were also part of the government not just by random people coming in
0: and what is what's something else i want to think about is that how long has this been ongoing because for anything to come out about the government like mm-hmm. for anyone to speak out against like I, they're not necessarily speaking out against the government but people who represent the government uh generally mm-hmm. that has to be a lot to put on the line yeah so i'm wondering how long this went on before someone said something
1: yeah well Rochelle Bilal Rochelle Bilal <laughs> Rochelle. She, <laughs> Rochelle. she said uh she said it's been decades wow of dealing with that
0: I'm within. not surprised yeah no I'm not surprised at all because first you have to th- think about the initial sexism of like you know that's a dominate. that's a male-dominated field like yeah well I don't think there's any if ands but about it and you know people say like it's a tough job it's not a third they're gonna like attack you on the physicality thing like mm-hmm. you're a woman you're not strong enough to do this something a third so you already have that yeah. you know obstacle for lack of a better term and then you have to add on a layer of uh you know dealing with this I don't want to call it a gender issue but it's 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 referred to as a gender issue people assume that assault and harassment is a gender issue it shouldn't be but I mean we all know disproportionately it does affect women yeah so (sighs) poor girl woman she's definitely a woman she's definitely older than me so woman. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, I don't.
1: These are just rough. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm glad that people are coming out and talking about it, you know. Um,
0: I mean, yes, but also like, what is the accountability like? <laughs> like, there are certain things that, you know, this might just be quiet. And yeah. then after a while, nothing happens or someone will, quote unquote, resign. Um, I put that in quotes because it's probably pressured to resign. But Mm -hmm. even though I still think it's a problem just because I think you're giving the power to the perpetrator by letting them resign rather than fire them. Like, I think that's kind of wrong. Like, there's so many ways this could play out. Uh, and at this point, are these just all accusations? Like, has this been confirmed? Has there been like some um, kind of settlement? There has like not that?
1: been any confirmation yet, but like they're looking into it. I mean, this was only last week, so the investigation so there is, is accusations. Still... Yeah, but there's, there's accusations, not... but it's still ongoing investigation.
0: I wonder. There, I would be very surprised if there if there has not been any settlements in the past few decades.
1: Yeah,
0: um... I'm sure there are, and I'm sure there are, um NDAs, non disclosure agreements. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure, but I'd be very shocked to learn that if there were never any settlements because if one thing i know about like certain stories like these it's always like oh yeah we're just finding out about this but this person paid out large sums of money in settlements over like the past 50 years or something crazy yeah. so i'd be very shocked if that wasn't the case We i don't know obviously putting that out there but it'd be interesting to uh, find out yeah And uh, we are going to go
1: on to another break. So we will see you in five minutes. (laughs) It's
3: half past the top of the hour and here's your WHIP sports update. Hey sports fans, I'm Brock Landis and this is your sports update for Wednesday, October 10th, 2018. The Temple Owls improved to 3-3 on Saturday, dismantling ECU 49-6. Temple secured their second win within the conference, led by Anthony Russo, who completed 21 of 25 passes, good for 254 yards and four touchdowns. Completing a three-game sweep, the Milwaukee Brewers cruise past the Colorado Rockies and host the Los Angeles Dodgers on Friday, October 12th. Similarly, the Houston Astros handled the Cleveland Indians soundly, winning three straight games by at least a two-run margin. The Boston Red Sox advanced past the New York Yankees the night prior and looked to battle a well-rested Astros team on Saturday, October 13. Drew Brees, a well-accomplished 18-year veteran, surpassed Peyton Manning as the NFL's career passing yardage leader in the Saints' lopsided Thursday night victory. While Andy Reid's Chiefs and Sean McVay's Rams remain undefeated through week five, the Eagles surrendered another gut-wrenching loss to fall to 2-3. and three. Today's weather on Broad Street will be mostly sunny with a high of 81 and a low of 71. With reports at half past each hour, this has been Brock Landers reporting for WHIP Radio, Phillies' number one college radio, radio And welcome back. That was very smooth. Look at you. Yeah, that was my you
0: smoothest
1: got it.
0: yet. Um, You're doing well. (laughs) We'll see if we can continue. I just feel your nervous energy. I'm like, you're doing fine. You got it. I think I just
1: give off a nervous energy anyway. (laughs)
0: Well, tell me about the last story you chose for the day.
1: Okay. So, the last story is that Philadelphia is going to stop keeping a portion of defendants' bail. So. They announced that today. So this means that the city will return the entire bail amount to defendants who meet their court obligations. So the previous rule, the city was allowed to keep up to 30% of the defendant's bail deposit. And then the money was used to make up about $3 million of the city's general fund, where it was not used specifically for the court. It was just for the city. Uh, So Mayor Kenny commended the change and said that he had already not included that money in the budget plan this year because he was hoping that the court was going to eliminate the practice. Um, So this is just one change to the rules made today. There's actually another one. Um, They also decided to replace the rule that requires hearings about issuing a detainer with a rule that reflects the current practices of the court. Um, They don't have any details about that yet. But the detainers will be used only when absolutely necessary. So this is following complaints from public defenders and cris- criminal justice reform advocates that the courts have often issued automatic detain- detainers for lower level crimes without holding hearings. So Philadelphia has been highlighted in recent months by criminal justice reform advocates for having an abnormally high n- number of people on probation or parole. and. Uh, about 55% of the city's jail population is being held on detainers. so Philadelphia departments have been rolling out criminal justice reforms over the past few years because they plan to reduce the jail population significantly by 2020. They're spurred by a $3.5 million MacArthur Foundation Safety and Justice Challenge grant, and they included creating – Divisionary programs speeding up the process for bail and arraignment hearings and eliminating bail for lower level, lower level offenses and other modifications.
0: Uh, I'm not as equipped on the bail system. I'm not going to lie. I've never been in jail. Um, no, But that's a joke. I mean, it's not a joke, but like I meant to say that facetiously. <laughs> but I, I really haven't been in jail, so I just always assumed that you're ba- I didn't. Do you get the? I never knew that you got the money back. Period. I thought you just posted bail and then like your money um, was gone.
1: Yeah, I didn't really know that either. Honestly, okay. I don't really know what a bail bond is or anything about bails. <laughs> so I don't know anything but about this actually. I'm glad that people who post bail
0: are now getting their money back, if since they weren't before. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, I knew that Philadelphia has been doing away with only cash-only mm-hmm. Uh so now you can do it like a debit or a credit card. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing in the world, but it's better than like just being like, oh, here's $10 did in cash. Yeah. Like, okay, we're getting somewhere. Uh, I'm also surprised that it went to the general fund rather than straight mm-hmm. to the police department. Um,
1: yeah, it That is kind of weird to me. They just decided that, you know, this money coming from people, that should go towards the whole city, not just the part of the city that the money is coming
0: from, um... (laughs) Yeah, I mean the idea of bail by itself is like just capitalist in nature. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's literally you did like something wrong. did something. <laughs> and, uh, you can leave if you pay me enough money, but if not, you're just gonna sit there. No matter like what the crime is, it could be something as like unpaid parking tickets, or it could be a murder. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, if you just have the money, you'd be like, all right, cool, go back to your little corner. So it's a very capitalist system. I'm not saying that that's inherently bad, but it's definitely classist, and you know people yeah. people shouldn't be in jail just because they can't pay for their freedom like that's a little
1: it's I, weird to think about too you know like um just growing up hearing about bail you don't really think about it that much but yeah. now that i'm thinking like oh you literally pay was, for your freedom yeah so rich people it's like it's not it's illegal it's how much it costs to do that
0: thing. yeah yeah isn't that weird like oh yeah every once in a while they're like no bail but i'm like okay like every once in a while, but most of the time you do have some kind of bail it's very up to like how much money that your family has yeah. which is odd to me mm-hmm. uh but uh, i guess well I'm, I'm glad they did a step in the right direction the right yeah. i say that tentatively just because i will admit my ignorance on this topic but i'm glad <laughs> that like you know uh money is being returned and that you're not exploiting people mm-hmm. that's always nice yeah. <laughs> when you're not exploiting people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah um mayor kenny seems to like it and apparently the whole the city already i guess that this was probably already pretty much a given thing if they didn't even include it in the budget or like yeah made the conscious decision like okay this is not going to be part of the budget this year because definitely not going to happen so i would imagine this has been in the works for some time
0: well, i'm sure and this is really good pr for mayor kenny i'm not saying this is his motivation <laughs> but it is he has he's up for re-election next yeah. year so like this is pretty good pr for him mm-hmm. uh especially i would argue with people of color just because he's had a really rough time uh appeasing to a certain demographic between mm-hmm. the whole like jay-z thing with uh uh, him trying to take Made in America off the parkway and yeah. certain things like of that nature. So I'm just saying, uh, just because disproportionately people who are caught up in the criminal justice system happen to be people of color, this might be better for him as far as far as a PR move. I'm not saying that it is a PR move, but from a PR standpoint, this looks good for him.
1: Yeah, um, it definitely, it appeals to people of a lower income and it's, I mean, I feel, I don't know anything about it, but it sounds like a good thing to me. You know, <laughs> I don't I know pay, anything about it, but if, it sounds great. If I pay lots of money to not be in jail, then it I didn't realize you could get the money back, but it's cool that you can.
0: Now. Yeah. In I case wonder case. how long that takes. I don't know. That's also like another like disclaimer. Like,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. And then the other change that they had to the to the um to the detainer hearings, that one yeah. is I mean it's kind of they didn't explain what they're going to do instead. They just said there's no de- they can't release details. They're just yeah. saying they're not
0: going to. They pro- uh, I mean I don't know cuz it didn't say and they didn't explicitly say in the article. Uh where is this from? Like was it Philly.com yeah, this or something? Is, okay. Yeah. Um but I'm assuming let me rephrase that. Uh i am interpreting that it just means that they're just putting a new rule so you can't easily as do it as easy as easily yeah um especially for lower level stuff like why do you need to detain people mm-hmm. there's no reason for that most yeah. most crimes are low level and non-violent the majority of crimes
1: yeah and people shouldn't just be sent to jail just because just because without like any any sort of hearing about whether or not they should be or not they're just put in they're just like mm, go,
0: goodbye like uh, uh, okay An <laughs> hearing.
1: I mean like yeah if it's something like super just low level and petty like what is th- why would you put someone right into jail right away without
0: any I mean i don't even think it's smart considering that jails are overcrowded yeah like it's not beneficial to anybody involved yeah. just not uh psh, don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, like it's just not beneficial uh which is really interesting that this when did this come out like when did this report come out
1: uh this would have
0: that was today that was today wow yeah. Because last night there was actually a protest uh, because Governor Wolf was here yesterday and there was a protest uh, that they got in a bit of a kerfuffle with the police while Governor Wolf was here because uh, they were actually uh, criminal justice reform advocates and they Mm -hmm. were upset about uh, the one of the state prisons were undergoing new policies after uh-huh. the whole like shutdown so it's interesting that criminal justice reform is not just a Phila- it never was just a Philadelphia problem but it's like on a state scale yeah. of people care about this yeah uh, so as I said PR boo for mayor Kenny, and not saying that it is but it looks good for PR I think it'd be an interesting time if Governor Wolf wanted to you know do something about criminal yeah. reform in Pennsylvania because yeah. um cri- uh Pennsylvania has a lot of jails, actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyone running for governor, jump on that.
0: I mean, too. <laughs> so Scott Wagner and uh, Tom Wolf. Tom Wolf. Actually, I even give you one better don't do it during, I mean, you can if you want to, but <laughs> I'm saying, I, I think prison reform is a great idea no matter what, but if you're really like worried about the race, you can even do it right after you're reelected, because you, re- you can't go for that election again after two terms anyway, just do it right before you leave. Pull an Obama. Yes. That's literally what President Obama <laughs> did. Just did all this stuff right before he left. Like, I can't get reelected anyway. Here we go. So, that's my encouragement to all incumbents who are on their last term. If you want things to be done, just do it like three months before you leave. Yes. If you're listening, (laughs) Governor Wolf,
1: here's our advice.
0: Uh, I mean, get elected first. Uh, Get reelected first. Just from a political side standpoint, it's probably a better idea. Um, He's still favored, so I can't imagine i say that as if 2016 didn't happen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So far, the polling data that I think is accurate, but who really knows, keeps saying that... Uh, Governor Wolf is the lead. So well, I mean we'll see. it
1: depends on the method of polling too. I actually like I heard that if you if you take a poll on the internet, then you're more likely like for the twenty sixteen election, polls on the internet had Trump in favor, but polls in person had Hillary in favor because Interesting. people were ashamed emba- to say out loud. What they wanted. But then they when it came to like writing it down anonymously, then it wasn't a problem anymore, which is why that kind of came a little bit out of the blue.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll find out on November 7th. November 6th is when you vote. Yes. Uh, spe- Do not forget to vote. Speaking of voting, uh, Uber and Lyft, just a plug, are giving, well, Uber straight up is just giving you free rides to polling yeah. places, and Lyft is going to give you about 50% off. So mm-hmm. utilize that, guys. You have no excuse to not vote. Uh, they literally even
1: tell you where you where your polling places. Yeah. Um. Also, another discount from Lyft is there is i don't remember when i can look it up but um they're also giving discounted rides to the philadelphia museum of art and other art museums i oh, didn't even know that
0: look and at there's that. Also, there's, to do
1: uh, there's two lifts driving around that are painted like paintings from the museum and if you get in one of those like if one of those comes to you, you automatically get a discount
0: for getting in that car. That's really cool. Yeah, just some fun fact. So every time I'm late to work in the mornings and I have to take a lift because I'm late and not because (laughs) there's a good chance it's for a good cause, so do that. that. (laughs) (laughs) Be late to work so you can, you know, get discounts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's that's my two cents. Get in on it. Get in on it. <laughs> uh, is there anything? No. It's pretty. We don't have a single sad story. Well, no. that's not true. We not, don't have many sad stories. Not super sad. They're not, not, super they're not sad. tragic. Not exactly. No one died this week. No. Amazing. Well, they did, but we not didn't this week. on it okay fine all right okay fine be okay you know what I'm
1: but not tried. not as far as we as you as our
0: audience if we're the only news that you consume nobody dies. also don't, don't please don't <laughs> don't let us be your only news source that's pretty sad don't yeah don't do that please not- <laughs> honestly you need to verify us sometimes like just like please don't let us be your only news source that's, that's a terrible idea like i I like listening to me. I'm sure Amber likes listening to herself. I've never
1: listened to myself. Well,
0: just don't listen to us only. I'm not saying don't listen to us, but like, it'd be cool if there was like three other sources as well. I'm encouraging you to expand your horizons. Yes. Yes. Diversify
1: your outlets. Because we only cover five to six stories out of very many.
0: Yeah. Especially on the state and local level. So there's like quite literally the rest of the world that you are missing.
1: And get to know your candidates and vote and get free
0: rides from Uber yeah those are your cool. takeaways for today yeah <laughs> if you don't have uber or Lyft on your phone who are you are you a millennial are you a college student like who are you i mean
1: not everyone i just taught
0: maybe not i just taught my mom how to do uber i don't think she really understood it. my dad taught me how to do uber interesting yeah it's a little different it's a little different <laughs> yeah but i respect it <laughs> Well, on that note, we do have to get off for today, but we will catch you guys again on Tuesday to with all your state and local politics in one place, always in the district. Thanks for listening. <laughs>